The following is a production of Money Honey Media. All opinions, views, and expletives expressed are their own. They strongly advise that you first consult your tax professional prior to acting on any of it. Hi, you've joined us for the first episode of Up Yourself, which is a podcast about upskilling the general public with anonymous questions. Uh, so the first question that we've had, uh, and admittedly this is completely fabricated, but it's something that we've <laughs> come to realise is a constant question from our clients and from my friends. What actually counts as a deduction for tax purposes and can I claim my barbecue in my business? <laughs> it's not just your barbecue. There's so many things that people try to tie to a tax deduction. And I think what we need to tell people is it needs to be related to the income that you're earning. So while you may loosely be able to apply it to something, um, you need to be able to convince the tax office of that. <laughs> So like a really good way to think about this is if you try to say this to someone else, uh, so a reasonable human being, let's use your nan as an example. So if you had to explain that you were claiming your barbecue for your, uh, let's go consulting business that you run out of your home, would your nan believe that that's a legitimate deduction? Probably not. But if you were a restaurant you might be able to claim your barbecue. And that is where we begin to see the crucial word here, which is nexus. So is there a connection between your income producing activity and the deduction you're looking to claim? Um, so the other, I think the other thing that's really important with that, Nick, is that when you can claim a deduction, it also is meant to be reduced for any private usage. So, you know, you may occasionally use your barbecue for work-related purposes somehow, but if you're using it for private use as well, you need to reduce what you're claiming that for. And I guess that's that comes down to the sort of more cliche things that we claim, which are things like internet and telephone. Um, you know, we do need to reduce those for what we are using privately. Oh yeah, of course. And again, it comes down to that substantiation. Can you substantiate your business use proportion? If you're saying that you're using your mobile phone 80% for work purposes, is that factoring in that you spend your evenings scrolling through Facebook for four hours? <laughs> so it's it's really being objective with this and being able to justify what you're claiming. Uh, and of course, the business use proportion. Yeah. And look, I've seen times um, with, with audit where internet for example they've asked well do you have netflix um so you know if you're claiming 90 percent business use but you're using netflix and stan they're going to question that so there's little things like that what are, are there any other funny ones you can think of nick that you've been asked about oh uh, i think there are some like there are some perfectly legitimate ones so while we're talking about netflix having a teacher ask if they can claim a Netflix deduction in their personal return because they view programs that are relevant to the youth that they're teaching that's kind of a hard sell for me so that was probably one of our key ones even if you can loosely establish a business nexus it still comes down to that test yeah. so travel's another one I think that we get asked about all the time so teachers specifically uh, are allowed to claim claim travel if they can connect it to what they're doing and it comes back to a case many years ago that I remember learning about maybe an urban myth sometimes my cases <laughs> turn into urban myths but um it was like a, a teacher who went to Europe and did a um, tour of Europe took extensive notes he was a history teacher um when it was questioned the he could prove how he used those notes in his classroom and the ATO accepted it. Um, that's sort of what created the rule that teachers can claim it. Now, that applies for pretty much anyone if you can connect what you're doing to work. But you do have to have that connection. It can't just be that, you know, I went to Hawaii and um, – 
perhaps there was an accountant in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old claim. So where you're actually getting down to, how far do I have to travel to my accountant and can I claim the biscuits that I bring in as bribes? Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, you can actually claim the kilometres travelled to an accountant if you elect to. Yeah. Uh, so always worth noting. But bribery biscuits, not on. Yeah. Not and look, on. I think there's a couple of things that we should point out that are just not claimable. So one thing is your driver's licence. Um, a lot of people want to claim their driver's licence. That's not claimable um, unless you're a truck driver or something like that. And it's a specific license, but just having a driver's license not claimable. Um, watches are another one. Um, sometimes now with the smart watches, we might be able to get some sort of FBT rule in there and what have you. But generally, a watch is not claimable either. Yeah. And, and what about the gym? Oh God. Okay. So gym for specific individuals. So I think this only applies to police officers now that they can still claim their gym membership for physical fitness. However, everybody else, you're pretty much out of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if we're talking police officers and we are in Canberra, we should probably talk about public servants and parking. So yes. it's a no go. <laughs> Unfortunately, even though it'll cost you. Two Two grand a year to park in the parliamentary triangle, <laughs> non-deductible. And this is one that gets me every time. It's always a really good argument to have. But Joe, what are your thoughts on that? Look, I, um, I I kind of agree that you should be able to claim it, but I don't write the law. <laughs> so <laughs> and that's um, the unfortunate thing. Yeah. We're all bound by the law in this. Yeah. So um, you, you get yeah. The, another one I find comes up is people trying to claim their chiropractic. Um, or physiotherapy because they've had injuries at work or they've got a sore back. Um, Again, not really claimable. I I don't see how we can do that. I don't believe it's considered an allowable deduction. Yeah, I guess if you had to work out the business use proportion on the benefit that you've been delivered, so apportioning your back to work use and personal use just becomes... A nightmare. So I guess that's that's probably what we come down to, that establish an nexus. So make that connection to your income producing activity. Um, make sure that you're excluding any non-business use components. That's and right. then checking in to make sure there's no rulings that otherwise disallow this deduction. That's so, correct. And I think look, always check with your tax agent because they will have a pretty good idea whether you can claim it or not. So Yeah, this is what we do every day, guys. So (laughs) get in touch um, and, again, consult your nearest tax agent. Yep. Thanks Thanks so much. Up Yourself has been a production of Money Honey Media. It takes a whole team to get our content together. So we would like to thank dear Charlie Evans for providing us with our intro disclaimer. And we would like to remind our listeners that we rely heavily on your reviews. So if you can take five minutes to rate us with five stars on whatever streaming service you found us on and leave a review, share with all of your friends, make them listen to it, we'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much and catch you next time. (laughs) 